Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schaap. We start with a prominent NBA agent, Todd Ramazar, hoping to get an update on what's going on from an insider in the world of professional basketball. Todd, thank you for joining us. Jeremy, thanks for having me on. How's everything on your end? We're uh, we're doing okay here. It's um, you know we're we're staying safe. I live in suburban Connecticut. I know you're in Southern California. Um, how are things with you? You know, every everything is uh, is good for the most part. I think just like uh, most of us, uh, trying to make the most out of the circumstances. You know, a few weeks ago, uh, I think it was March twelfth, whatever that Wednesday was, um, with the, with that that you know remarkable scene. Um, with Gobert in Oklahoma City and the season shutting down that night, as I recall, or maybe, maybe it was the next day. It seems like a million years ago now. Um, sports has come to a standstill, as has so much else in the rhythms of our daily lives. How would you describe, and you represent um, some prominent players, including Pascal Siakam and Thomas Bryant, Kevon Looney, um, in the inside world of the NBA, how are people looking at things right now? Oh well, that's uh, you know it's it's a it's a great question, Jeremy, because um, obviously I think for all of us that uh, have a responsibility or, or have our, our day jobs, you know, there's there's that responsibility there where we're looking at this crisis, you know, in terms of uh, you know what our roles and responsibilities are there, and then there's also you know, uh, you know, our personal roles and responsibilities where I think exactly whether it be executives, players, or, or even agents like myself, we're, we're also concerned for our own health and safety as well as our families. So um, there's, a, there's a number of things uh, that I think that are crossing our minds on a, on a daily basis as, uh, as this crisis continues to evolve. But it, it's, uh, I guess it's, it's all circumstantial. In terms of uh, what the what the the thoughts are, speaking with Todd Ramazar, the agent for several prominent NBA players, uh, and we heard Todd from Adam Silver uh, just in the last couple of days, basically saying we can't really have a plan now because there is simply too much uncertainty. We don't know what's happening. Um, with the virus, uh, we don't have a vaccine, obviously. So when people are asking him questions, uh, you know, when are we going to get back to play? He admits or he says there are no, no good answers right now. Um, but I'm sure there are contingency plans. So so how do you wrap your head around all of this uncertainty? I think it's, it's looking at, at both options, right? And, and with that uncertainty, uh, you know, going over those options with our clients and then even for me, just trying to better understand, uh, you know, what the issues are that the league and the union and, and everyone else involved is, is facing. You know, when I say the two options, it's either the season is going to resume at some point uh, in the near future, and uh, near future could be, you know, six, eight weeks from now, um, or the season is going to be forced to, uh, to be canceled because, to Adam's point, 
this crisis and the, and the information around it is so fluid and changing. You know, you don't want to announce uh, that the season is going to resume to then face a problem where it's going to have to end uh, before it even starts or begins because I think that would uh, not only be a blow to the league, but I think for fans too that could be a bit, uh, you know, uh, disheartening uh, based on the circumstances because I think fans and, and people turn to sports uh, in times of crisis and, and in this crisis to not have sports uh, is one thing, but to, to kind of be teased with sports returning and then to have it end again, uh, that could be, a, that could be a, a significant blow, I think, to morale overall. Todd, when we heard, you know, it wasn't uh, just Gobert, but also Mitchell and Durant testing positive. What kind of, what kind of uh, level of fear was there among players? There was concern, especially for players that had just recently played uh, the Jazz, or maybe even if they just recently played guarded uh, Gobert. And that's and that's nothing, um, you know, against Gobert or, or Donovan. Just like anyone else that tests positive with this virus, it just it just happened to be them. And and there was uh, there was concern because uh, the concern is uh, is uncertain the uncertainty around this virus and uh, and the symptoms and the long-term effects that I think in some ways we're only beginning to understand as a society and in the medical field. So uh, there was concern about that. And for a lot of the players, it wasn't just concern for them. It was concern for their families because, you know, some of the players uh, may have family members with underlying health conditions or, or older parents or grandparents. And you know the the fear of of maybe being positive and being asymptomatic and st- and still being highly contagious is is a is a concern or uh, you know for all for all the players um, and and their uh, and their families. So that's that's how I, I would uh, I would say um, that most of a lot of the players, at least my clients. Uh, we're, uh, we're facing. We're speaking with Todd Ramazar, uh, an agent who represents several prominent NBA players, but you have a longer clientele list as well. Uh, how many guys do you represent who were playing overseas before sports got shut down? Uh, approximately 35. In how many countries? Uh, off the top of my head, um, I would say at least, at least 10 countries. Wow. You know, all countries throughout throughout Europe and Asia. How did you help them manage this? Uh, when, when you know, not only you're trying to be safe, leagues, you know, had, had different strategies about when they should shut down, but then the complications of getting back home to the U.S., if they were getting back home, that, that must have been challenging. Yeah, you know what I do, Jeremy, in, in, in times of crisis or, or, or even times that aren't and, and solutions need to be found is, like, I really try to put myself in my client's shoes and by doing that, I could look at their set of circumstances. In, in, in this case, in this crisis, you know, look at the country they're in, look at how that country or that team, um, what type of medical resources they may have, you know, understanding my client and, and any, in, in talking to them, understanding their concerns that they may have for their family back here in the States, or even understanding what state that they may be, be living in. Uh, here in the U.S., and just try to understand understand the full scope 
you know, to avoid anything uh, that could potentially be, um, you know, more harmful for them, uh, you know, back then, which would have been in the coming weeks. So in in a lot of the cases, Jeremy, I just uh, went to the teams and ended up bringing a lot of my clients home because, you know, uh, looking at China where the, the, the outbreak first began and then looking at how uh, Europe was escalating uh, at the time, it was uh, it was a fairly easy decision to make, knowing that it was uh, just a matter of time before it would hit the U.S. and escalate here as well as other parts of the world. Pascal Siakam, one of your most prominent clients, most improved player in the league last year, could have been the most improved player in the league this year. And certainly the Raptors' hopes of repeating as champion uh, resting uh, on his shoulders to some some degree. He's from Cameroon. He plays in Canada. Um, what are his concerns right now uh, beyond uh, – Beyond the concerns that we all have, you know, I, that's a great question, Jeremy. I don't know if there if there is any concerns beyond I think what the rest of us may be feeling. Um, he's healthy. He's feeling good. Is you know his his family is is healthy and safe right now, and I know he cares about his teammates. Everyone is good there and team personnel. So I think he's just anxiously awaiting, you know, uh, to to see the light. I guess you could say at the end of the tunnel in terms of what's next, right? What's next in terms of this season resuming, or is he turning his sights, you know, to, um, to next season, whenever that may begin. And then overall, just being sensitive to, you know, what's going on in society, you know, how that, that impacts him directly, but also how he could be a voice, you know, for, you know, to give, uh, you know, uh, some people in society, some hope, because as I, mentioned earlier, you know, oftentimes uh, I think we turn to sports um, or some level of celebrity for just, uh, you know, uh, some thoughtful words or or even some guidance. And, and Pascal is heavily involved in the community. Those are things that he's uh, looking at in terms of whether it be PSAs or, or uh, even though he can't be hands-on there in the community, uh, speaking to some initiatives uh, that may need some inte- attention and some light drawn to it uh, based on this COVID-19 and how it's impacting society at all different levels and in, and in different ways. And of course, in sub-Saharan Africa, the fear is that the virus is going to um, spread and there won't be adequate um, resources to deal with it, that there is uh, an impending catastrophe uh, in some parts of sub-Saharan Africa. Of course, everyone hoping that's not not the case. E60 went home with Pascal Siakam to Cameroon uh, last offseason. I know that show is coming up uh, uh, shortly. Um, Todd, thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for sharing uh, your thoughts and expressing uh, the concerns of so many in the NBA community. Before we let you go, what are people saying about the possibility of, and baseball kind of floated this idea to some extent, of playing games without fans? Yeah, I mean, this is purely my opinion, Jeremy. I think, uh, I think, it, as it relates to no fans, if the NBA is looking to resume the season this year, I don't think we really have a choice uh, because, uh, obviously, we we talk about social distancing. The more fans that you have in a confined space, 
and we know how arenas or stadiums are set up, it's it's well within that six uh, feet of uh, distancing. So, it, you know, just for the safety of the fans as well as the safety of the players and team personnel, everyone involved, um, I think it's it's without question that it, the games can't be played uh, without any fans present, at least initially, until they have a certain protocol in place or this virus uh, subsides quite a bit where everyone's confident to return back to arenas. But in the near future, in my opinion, in near future being in the next few months, um, I don't see that happening. Well, Todd, thank you for joining us. Uh, really appreciate your insights. Please stay safe, and we'd love to have you back here on the show in the future. Uh, thanks for having me, Jeremy, and you do the same. I'm Jeremy Schapp, and you can listen to new editions of The Sporting Life every Saturday and Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time.